Welcome to Dream Chasers Radio, where we are always daring to be different. Get ready, get ready, get ready to be inspired. Let's get moving toward our goals. And here to make that happen is our host, Yaya Diamond. again for Dream Chasers Radio. I got another packed show for you, but I am on the road. And so, yeah, on location is, is, is sweet sometimes, and sometimes it's not. But for the most part, I love, I love, I love being back, and I love this. I want to say thank you so much for tuning in to WKDW 97.5 FM, Real Community Radio in North Fort Florida, as well as Bomb Baby Radio in Boogie Down, New York today. And also the Caribbean Community Radio is now picking up our signal, and we have beefed up our numbers. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for listening to us as well on iTunes, iHeart, Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn. Um, I mean, I could keep going, you know. But mostly the Dream Chasers Radio Network. Thank you so much. We have a packed show for you today. And as we wait for our callers to call in, I just want to say thank you. My goodness. I, I, I always start the show off with thank you because I just don't know how to say anything else. And it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Definitely wonderful to have you guys tuning in. Please go ahead and follow us on Twitter. My uh, Twitter handle is the Yaya Diamond. That's T H E Z or the Yaya Diamond. You can also reach me at the same handle on Instagram, and you can also go ahead and follow us on Dream Chasers Radio on Facebook. We are all over the internet. You can have please subscribe to our unsubscribed YouTube channel. Dream Chasers Radio uh, does have a YouTube channel, and on that YouTube channel, we have almost all of the audio that you see here, and sometimes I get on and I do a live show, so you don't want to miss that. Um, my goodness, thank you again so much. Hey, leave some comments. It would be it would be kind of cool to have some comments on some of these uh, episodes that we have out, because we hardly have any, and it kind of looks funny, but I mean, at the same time, I know that you guys are enjoying the content. We're over 3,200 downloads a day. I know you're enjoying the content. So I'm just going to go ahead and take a moment to play some songs until our first caller calls in. And I want to say thank you again. And here we go, Draper. Cool. Hey, y'all. Uh, call me, tell me, don't give him no free game at all. Hey, you know, you're right. I'm all about the decimals. Draper! I'm all about the decimals. I'm all about them decimals. Ooh, big head on the beat. Yeah, I've been running up them decimals. Hey, 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 hey. Like my car with some decimals. Hey, 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 hey. Pushing on the star with my decimals. Blobs on my Kelly Jack. Pat me up with swabs on my Kelly shit. Weezy told me mob like some gangster shit. 
Niggas weaving bar when I hold a clip. Serving up the squads, hope we go legit. Feeling like the mall, I'm like, damn it, bitch. If we start a mall, I'ma eat my grits. So I'm grinding hard just to get a check. Money tag, the a money tag. Sousing in the bottom of my Barney's bag. Hope you got no ballin' out of free throw. All about my cash, I'm about to zero. Sousing up the swag, sousing up the swag. Chiefing up the strong from a zippy bag. Yeah, I've been running up them dozen moves. Hey, 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 hey. Like my car with some dozen moves. Hey, hey. Pushing on the star with my dozen hooks. Ellie with the bar with my dozen hooks. We gon' buy the mall with my dozen hooks. And I've been running up them dozen moves. Middle fingers in the air, feel up. What's that on my city? Picking up the bag, picking up the bag. Counting up the cash, picking up the top. Shawty got the eyes, twerking up a storm, pulling down my bars. Yeah. I've been running up them decimals, eating up these niggas like a cannibal. Whopping up a band on some edibles, chiefing on Japan and a sake cup. I'm about to land in a Nike club, running nigga bands from the county truck. Chop a nigga in now, I've been running up them dozen moves. Hey, 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 hey. Like my car with some dozen moves. Hey, 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 hey. Pushing on the star with my dozen moves. I want to thank you guys for tuning in again. I mean, this has been a wonderful show. Oh, my gosh. If you have not been here, if you're just tuning in, we have the best guests here on Dream Chasers Radio. You can catch us on iTunes, iHeart, Stitcher, Spreaker, Google Play, uh, Spotify. I mean, the list goes on and on. But mostly, we are here to inspire you. And that's why I have my next guest. I mean, Think about it. My next guest, I'm not even going to say it. I'm just going to let them say it. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. What's going on? What's going on? Dream Chasers out there. My name is Jahan Nostra, and uh, I'm a hip-hop artist, you know, entrepreneur, leader, and most of all, you know, a person that just loves to inspire. And I'm happy to be on the radio, happy to hear all you great people out there. I hope everybody's doing great. Thanks for having me. Oh, it is such a pleasure to have you. And um, let me tell you something. You have done a lot of things, a lot of music. Tell me, what is it like to just, just I mean, have so much underneath your belt? Um, You know, it's funny because when you do something you love, you kind of lose track of time. And I think that that's the most therapeutic and best thing that you can do. And it does feel good. I try, you know, accolades are cool. 
Um, but I always, when I'm inspiring people, I always tell them, find something you love. And I think the reason I've built a big body of work um, and I've got others to respect my work, a lot of industry people from Smith & Wesson to Tone Trump to a lot of people that are doing a lot of big things in the industry um, is because I love what I do and do what I love. And I never had to work again. So, mm-hmm. you know, building up a heavy volume of consistent work after doing it, being signed for 14 years old, has enabled me to kind of get a heavy volume of work. So it feels great when people mostly are inspired by my work and, and what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, it's nice to just have, you know, the, the regular accolades of having great work. But more importantly, I think I, the reason it's there is because I love it so much. And I'm not also so in love with the accolades of it, but it's definitely a great thing to have because it shows your dedication and your passion for something that you're driven to do there. Right, right. You know, to me, and I love what you just said. You said that it's just you lose track of time. Most people come up to me and they say, you know, Yaya, you've done so much. Oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. I got back. I I see you do this and you do that. And I'm going, I did? (laughs) And it's like it surprises me because, again, like you said, you just lose track of time. You're just doing what you love to do. And in the process, you're moving forward and everybody's looking at your past, but you're not. How does that feel when people do come up to you and say, hey, you know, you did so much. You inspire me. And oh, my gosh, you did this. and You did that. How does that make you feel? Um, you know, it's a blessing. Um, it definitely makes me feel like I'm doing the right things. But at the same time, too, sometimes, like you said, I love what you said, you know, you don't really have the chance. You don't really always just enjoy it or bathe in it at that moment because you're, you're doing your mission. But at the end of the day, when someone does come up to me, it does make me feel good because I think there's a quote that says an artist's greatest gift is when he or she inspires others. It's not money. It's not everything. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, money, all that great stuff. When you inspire someone to do something, you know, I had a person tell me that um, my song, Embrace the Rain, you know, they said, you know, they had lost their grandmother. And they said, you know, man, you know, that song, I listen to that song, you know, when I'm feeling down, I listen to that song and it picks me up. You know, if you're having a bad day, that's a song that like, man, it really inspires me. And uh, that, that's the ultimate compliment for me. You know, it, it, that, that's just a, an example. And, and how that made me feel was like, man, I'm doing the right thing. I'm not just getting caught up in nonsense uh, content. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm being effective. And, um, you know, that makes me feel good. But more importantly, it makes me feel like it's something that, that, that can be done and needs to be done, you know. Mhm. Mm-hmm. I got you. I got you. No. Okay. So you started pretty young, and then at the age of thirteen, what happened? Yeah. Um. Well, what happened was I was signed to. Um, I was well. I was writing poetry first, and I was signed to BMX Entertainment, which was an independent record label. You know what I'm saying? Um. And what happened uh, was, you know, I had a a nice single out called The Shorty on BMX Entertainment with this guy, Morris Day Kid, uh, who was a CEO out of New York, and I was going to the studio for free and working. Uh, and then eventually, you know, after about nine months or so, 
I kind of got out of it, got out of the contract and kind of learned a little bit about the independent music and continue with my dream doing mixtapes and other things like that mm-hmm. throughout the uh, the late 90s. Wow. Now, I, I got to say this. My mom's in the entertainment industry. My whole family really is. And I remember BMX. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I lived crazy. in New York. I know. I lived in New York. I oh, was nice. Yeah, I, I lived in New York. Um, gosh, I was I was the the kid that did the break dancing on the corner street street corners whenever I was in town. My mom, I toured a lot with my mom too. So I remember BMX, and I remember a lot of the people and a lot of executives that were on that because again, my mom was in the industry. So being being nice. an industry kid how you say, I, I remember that label. I do remember that label. And I remember, I think it was a couple of, uh, the twins came off of that label, didn't they? Um, it, was, yeah. uh, it was the twins that came off that label. I got their record. I mean, their vinyl. Wow. <laughs> their yeah. promotional vinyl. It was on BMX. You know, small world. Yeah, it was on yeah, BMX. I remember that. I remember that. See? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you had the record, huh? Yeah, I do. I still got it. Never played wow. it. Wow. Never played it. My mom wow. gave me a bunch of promo stuff, and it was from BMX. I remember that. Wow. So you assigned to BMX. You got all that done. Yes. Now you're doing your independent. Tell me, what's it, tell me what your journey is like because, you know, again, a lot of people, and including me, do you, get, do you get discouraged at times where you're going, oh, man, with all this work, am I moving? Am I doing anything? Sometimes you just feel like you're standing still. Right. Well, that's, this, that's great because we can't only talk about – you know, the great stuff. Let's talk about the reality. And the reality is it is hard. It is not easy to be independent. Um, For me, I think I did get a few blessings because I was signed to an indie like that younger. So I learned a lot. But let me tell you, like, I was younger and I was able to follow my passions in the late 90s to the early 2000s and stuff like that. Um, And then I would say, yeah, there's, there's moments where I get discouraged. But what I did was, which was smart, is um, I did work a, a job for a while, a good one. You know, I worked in finance, um, and I always was taught to have my education as well. You know, um, so after reading books like Everything You Need to Know About the Music Business from Donald S. Passman mm-hmm. and a lot of books and having that experience, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Okay, and having that experience so young, um, what it is is I knew my calling and it, do, it did get discouraging because I was, like, investing in myself, which was kind of new for me. My father was an entrepreneur, though. So your mother was in the music industry. Mm-hmm. My father was an entrepreneur. He worked for IBM. Then he started learning how to do a lot of things himself. So, like, you know, basically for me, um, you know, I, I do I did have my moments of discouragement. But being, you know, from Mount Vernon, New York and Stanford, Connecticut, and being in the, the city and just being around hip hop and being around music all the time, I just couldn't let the bug go away. So I kept investing in self <laughs> and a primary thing. Yeah. And a primary thing for me was mixtapes mm-hmm. and really getting my name out there. And, you know, it kept me enough afloat to whereas, you know, I could still be able to put out projects. And now with the internet and everything that's broken out, because I was so consistent with putting out albums and what we call underground records and stuff like that, and then getting the attention of a lot of industry artists and even industry people that knew me since I was a kid mm-hmm. and the right business people. I'm independent, but I have a lot of associates that really help mentor me and guide me. So, you know, it does get discouraging, especially when you're independent, uh, especially when you deal with people that don't work as hard as you do. 
But if you surround yourself around the right people, it actually can be better. And, uh, you know, long answer, but you're going to catch discouragement. You're going to face a lot of it. The key is perseverance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're definitely right. Wow. Now, let me ask you a question. With the perseverance, what have you experienced? Because, you know, with that, with that standstill feeling, that, it's really not a standstill feeling. It's more of a move towards the next goal, I would say. You finish one thing, and now you feel like you're in limbo because you haven't planned out the, the correct path that you want to go in. And sometimes you can't really plan it. Sometimes it just kind of plans itself. But with all that said, what have you experienced on the positive end from all of the preparation and the, and the feeling of non-movement and the, and the standstill? Discipline and the ability to move strategically. Um, you know, people don't understand, like, you have to be active. You don't want to be, because I think that was my problem earlier on. I was very prepared and, you know, I did a lot of good things, but I wasn't, I was, I was active but I wasn't as active as I could have been on the show scene. I could have been doing even more if I felt like it. I was doing a lot already, but I also was doing everything for myself. But what I did do when I was idle, when I was idle, and this is what you're talking about, when you're kind of idle and you're transitioning into the next thing, Mm -hmm. I sat there, calmed myself, and I studied. You know, Mm -hmm. I really love every aspect of the industry. I like to sit there and be like, okay, Here's my downtime, but now downtime, but now with the computer, what can I Google? What can I look at? What can I learn? I go to a lot of panels. Right. I've hosted and spoke on a lot of panels, which kept me up with the music industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm friends with a lot of people from the industry that have guided me, you know what I'm saying, and, and really helped me from Hakeem Green from Channel Live to, you know, legendary groups, Mr. Wesson to, you know, my man Jeff Dixon, who managed uh, a famous rap group, Brian Nubian. He also worked for Disturbing of the Peace. Um, you know, I was with a lot of people that I learned from. And when I started to study, that's what I did on my idle time. So as I transitioned into new positions, let's say, like now, lately, uh, my, my video Embrace the Rain has been getting into these film festivals. Mm. So now I always wanted to write. So I wanted to transition into writing movies, treatments, different things like that. Mm-hmm. So in between albums, you know, if I wasn't making a record or something like that, and I was just at home or I didn't have the budget at the moment to do, you know, the, the studio I wanted to do a record, right. um, even though it's a lot cheap now, then I would look into getting my videos into the film festivals and start to network with that industry. Mm. You know, then... I, that started working for me. Now I do both. And I've been, I've won at the Nassau Film Festival in New Jersey. You know, I've won at places like the Short Awards. Uh, I've been nominated in the Hip Hop Film Festival. Um, and I've I've won a lot of them. And now a lot of people are hitting me up to do video treatments. And, you know, there's different things that go on with that. And now my next move is to move into more soundtracks. Mm-hmm. But my point is like, yeah, you, you, you don't want to stay idle. Um, I'm getting ready. You know, I had, you know, I'm in between offices and, and a new a new establishment. So right now I've also been really doing shows and really like not, you know, you know, uh, wasting any moment that I can. So in between time, when you have that time you're talking about, I know what you mean. When you're in a funk and you're in a slump, mm-hmm. I think you said <laughs> something important. You said, <laughs> you said something real important. You said, you know, when when you're in there, you know, when you're in between those times and you, you kind of feel like you're 
you're idle or you're in a slump or whatever, that these things usually work for themselves. They work out for themselves. And that's how it is when you're on your path. Like you said, like sometimes you said it, 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 it presents itself, the new thing of the new goal or the new uh, direction that you're mm-hmm. moving into through perseverance. And for me, that's always how it happened. It happened natural because I started following my writing passion young. Once you find what you love and you're on it and you're riding it, the spiritual elements will take care of you. You'd be surprised at the greatness that you will bump into and you'll be able to do. Now, don't get don't get it twisted. You got to get up and get the money. You got to do the practical things to make the universe work in your favor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But once it starts working in your favor, that to me is what this word so-called luck is. But preparation right. meets opportunity. Even taking right. it a step further when you prepare and you're active. Hmm. I love that. I love it. Absolutely love it. I love the fact that you understand that you have to move. I mean, a lot of these people, they, they think that they can just sit on their couch, couch and wish it. You know, hey, I'm moving. I'm wishing. Yeah. I'm thinking. No, you have to actually be active to do it. Wow. Wow. So tell me. Tell me, where can people reach you on social media? Because you're such an inspirational person. I'm sure that most people want to be able to to contact you um, and to maybe work with you. Yes, definitely. Um, I can be reached at uh, com. That's J-A-H-A-N-N-O-S-T-R-A.com. Now, all of my social media, and I'm heavy on social media from Instagram to Twitter to Facebook, all of that, um, is Jahan Nostra. I made it real simple for marketing purposes. Um, you can reach me at all of those. But if you go to www.jahannostra.com, mm-hmm. once again, J-A-H-A-N-N-O-S-T-R-A, all together, then all of my links are there, as well as my music. Um, you know, my email is born7hand at gmail.com for features and idea, but you can just DM me on the gram and everything else. That's where I get a lot of my work these days. I'm heavy on those those platforms, but uh, the .com will, will link you to everything. If you, if you have a problem or you don't have a specific social media, mm-hmm. you can go straight to the .com and get in contact with me or email me, um, and that's the way to do it. I love working with individuals. I do budget work with people for tracks, uh, to work on, you know, uh, features, um, you know, ideas in film. Uh, I do very, very much a lot. Also, my work is up there as well, from my videos to my tour dates, my performances, you know, looking forward to seeing Massachusetts in about uh, about a week. And uh, a lot of other things are right up there, my radio interviews and things that I've done, and even my resume, you know. Mm-hmm. Dream Chasers Radio. I love it. I'm loving y'all. I appreciate everything. <laughs> oh, Dream Chasers. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show. So tell us about about your song, No Stress. Yes. No Stress is a song, you know, off my album ESP, Extrasensory Perception, which features the legendary group Smith & Wesson. Um, you know, it's me and Smith & Wesson. We collaborated uh, to make a very inspirational jazz, hip-hop, you know, kind of song. And, you know, Smith & Wesson are, are legends in the hip-hop game. Most rappers and everything, they, they're going to know who they are. They're from Brooklyn, New York. Um, and, you know, I have many, many accomplishments and done many things, but I think that that's great. They're a group I looked up to as a very young teenager, 12, 11. And, uh, you know, to work with them is an honor. 
um, and to have him on my record ESP, you know, it really uh, really stands the test of, of, of greatness to, to my work, but more importantly, it's honored. So no stress came together, you know, through building with them and, you know, them admiring what I do. I sent them the record. We got up together and we really wanted to bring an essence feel of great music, you know, back, but also make it modern day because I'm still mm-hmm. a fairly young man. So, you know, we did it and mixed it up. And, uh, you know, people are really loving it, man. And we both love jazz, all of us, me, Tech, Phil, a lot of us. So this is the song, No Stress, you know, on Dream Chasers Radio. We love y'all. Listen, represent. I appreciate it. The album ESP. I just want y'all to put your ear on it, see what you feel. Sweetness. And here we go. Oh, you shouldn't, my love, you really shouldn't. Life stories saving me from a bullet. Last dragon, avoid vanity. Polaroid of me, shown by my auntie, but now we HD. Tina kept the firstborn, parents got on their feet, never left family torn. Nice stars and I'll take the moon, fish for my meal like my Uncle June. Matt LL at Sammy's BX at 11, a true MC, I guess I was destined, flowing like a current. In the current state of affairs, that allows me no burden. I paint the picture like Gordon Skinner. Walk up the stairs backwards and never get injured. My butler is Alpha, your butler is Malcolm. I'm ready to intercept and change the outcome. Cause Gordon Parks caught the flick. And Mr. Hughes' a thousand words is what made the pick. Gordon Parks, he caught the flick. And Mr. Hughes' a thousand words is what made the pick. Imagination takes me where I wanna go. It takes me where I wanna go. Just get dressed. Wanna blow it down for me, hold it down for me, I'm set to go, baby, it's no stress. Uh, really stress. Uh, uh, imagination takes me where I wanna go, it takes me where I wanna go, just get dressed. Like I did. And if you wanna blow it down for me, hold it down for me, I'm set to go, baby. Parliament with funk, plus the flow is melodious, melodious. Orchestra, feel harmonious, superb vocalist. First spoken when I'm focusing. Dig it, the bars levitated. Kumar off the bar means the guards elevated. I walk for miles, then I hop on the coke train. A lady sang the blues, cause the pops was on cocaine. Papa was a rolling stone. Wrote a poem, remember all the things that he done wrong. Need to feed him, leave him songs in the key of life. Open up the third eye, make sure you're seeing right. Imagine magic in the form of reality. Explore was for you, all stories don't end tragically. Sing a ballad for the stories that's falling. Stay on my dean, follow my dreams to the Lord. Come calling, no stress, stress and fine vines, divine rhymes, inspire mind, design lines to outline the signs of our day and time. Stress and fine vines, divine rhymes, inspire mind, design lines to outline the signs of our day and time. Imagination takes me where I wanna go, it takes me where I wanna go, just get dressed. And if you wanna blow it down for me, hold it down for me, I'm set to go, baby, it's no stress. In the road. 
Bob Mandino, the greatest salesman. Gift of gab saved my life from a Klansman. Cops treated our hoods like the strip club. I'm cockering with the imperfect fit glove. 800 hashtags, 450 likes. Got all you fools caught in your image like Sprite. Now toast to that, Jehoshaphat You're riding the wave, I can't coast to that Room filled with books and Japanese art Ralph Lauren, denim raiders of the lost arts And to my ninjas, the Hennessy was the holy grail More delicious than that mix that you got from Trail I walk an ill straight path Get lost in my room, get found by paragraphs Cause man chooses fate Art is an escape, females mate Over crush the Titan race The more of the way of the fifth agreement We make our own rules to hell with their achievements it's no stress for y'all, it's no stress. It's no stress for y'all, it's no stress. Uh-huh. Imagination takes me where I wanna go. I'm on my back door, headed to the stove. It's no stress for y'all, it's no stress. It's no stress for y'all, it's no stress. Uh-huh. Imagination taking me where I wanna go. I'm on my back door, running from the smoke. Sweetness, sweetness, sweetness. Yes, no stress. Oh, my gosh. Johan, thank you so much again for being on the show. That is a sweet track, man. I like that. I like that a lot. Man, we are here. It is nothing but wonderful things going on, and I got our next guest getting ready to call in. Man, I'm telling you, this is amazing. All the people that are doing things in their life, that are going forward with their dreams, I can't, I mean, you know what? If you're not doing it, it's, I, don't, I can't help you. I can't help you. If you're not doing it, I, I can't help you. And uh, wow, wow, we got, man, just, wow, I can't help you. Here we go. I want to welcome you to today's show. This is a special moment where, you know, all you dog lovers out there like me, I have my dog that likes to go into the kitchen while I'm cooking, which I hate. And so I have trained him to stay out of the kitchen by giving him a bone. <laughs> so maybe you give him a bone and that way I can cook. But I, I'm, I'm, it's obvious that I'm not a trainer. But I do have a trainer here on the show with me today. Mr. Adam Tyler from Masterpaw.com is here. And he's going to tell us a little bit about what he does and about training a dog properly without having to give him a bone to stay out of the kitchen. <laughs> Hi Adam, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. So, you know, that's 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 not a bad thing. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, dog training is about teaching the dog what you want versus what you don't want. I mean, you're using the bone to kind of be like, what I really want you to do is to stay away so that I can eat my dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's like, you know, dog training, it's kind of easy, but it's not simple because we have all these preconceived things of, um, of what we think or, or lack thereof. And it basically, what it all comes down to I me, mean, once you know what you want and you're a little bit not, you know, it's, it's not about being mean. It's about just being more consistent and just building the right habits, showing the dog what you want. Like even with the bone, you gave that dog a position to understand what they want in that context. And if you did it, you know, over, I don't know, 50, 100 times, 
after a while that whether the bones there or not he's going to be into the pattern of almost waiting in that other room and almost waiting for the bone like you can create that pattern it's all about creating the pattern over and over until it becomes basically automatic. Mm, 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 mm. Now, you know, most of us, like me, don't have any experience with dog training except for, like, TV and different people that are out there doing this. Yeah. What is the difference between that and the actual training, and is there any difference? So, so wait, what's the question? So, like, on TV, they have these, you know, you should do this, or this is a dog trainer for this. Yeah. Is, is that good? Is that consistent? Or is that something we shouldn't be watching because it is just chopped up for TV? Yeah, I like it. So it's definitely chopped up. It's definitely edited. I mean, you know, who we're talking about, like the biggest one, like the dog whisperer. What the thing is with that guy, I mean, it's good for him because he's a dog trainer. He's got like an energy as I do, you know, as, and being confident, like going right up the dog and just saying no or whatever. Mm-hmm. But without that confidence, it's not that easy for people to do um, unless you're kind of like you, you understand it and you can check yourself and, and, and you know, and, and master up those emotions, which a lot of people don't know how to do because they were never trained. Mm. On the other end of the spectrum, you know, you get these clicker trainers where they don't, where they'll listen with a bag of treats in front of you, kind of like, you know, if, if your parents have, you know, if they're asking you to do their homework and they're giving you a hundred bucks, yeah, you're going to do it every single time. Take away the hundred bucks and you're not inclined to do it every single time because the money, the incentive isn't there. Right. And that's what clicker training is. So it's kind of like bringing in a balance of like, understanding how to use that confidence or energy, but not, not having to only listen to, you know, or, or the dog only listening when there's a treat out or when there's a clicker, there's kind of like a, a, a medium that you can find. So, you know, it's good. It's chopped up for, for editing purposes, but you know, obviously there's a lot that they're leaving out that people need to learn how to do as well. Well, that's dangerous. I think that's really dangerous because the person like me that's just watching it thinks that they can be like this master trainer. All right. you have to do is watch the TV and learn. This is not true. How many errors do you see people make when they, when they watch these TV shows or these programs and depend on them, you know, to teach them how to do their dog. And then all of a sudden you get a dog that's been taught by, you know, this owner erroneously because of the TV shows. What, what do you suggest? Well, I mean, here's the thing. So, what works with some dogs isn't going to work with all dogs. So sometimes for the majority, maybe that technique or whatever will work for a specific segment, right? But since every person and every dog's different, I mean, you kind of have to go through and find something that works for you. So it's about literally the thing that I preach is like natural balance. So you always want to teach the dog with treats. And, you know, but, the, you know, having them following a lure and, and understanding the command, but being able to get off that into where the dog works for you, not just because you got a treat, but ultimately because of the relationship that you built from the treats. So, you know, if, if, if they're giving, if they're having a tough time with their dog and those techniques aren't working, then then go to, you know, obviously a good place to start would be like my book or my, my home study course, because what's cool about this is just like the things that you don't see on the edited versions, 
there's a lot of things that you're not seeing like a complete system from A to Z. You're getting, all right, A and then C and then Z where you're kind of skipping around where you should have a, a polished step-by-step -step system where, you, where it's duplicatable, where now you can understand, all right, the next step is to do this. And then the next step is to do that. And then here's how to use all the tools out there without being mean and then using that energy so that I can build a working uh, relationship with my dog. And that's where it's at. And tell me, okay, so you have your book, you have your training course. Tell me why you did that. Why did you begin your book and, and what inspired you? Uh, yeah. You know, because I, I understand that everybody has a different inspiration, but what, why and how? Totally, totally. Always the questions. <laughs> yeah, so it, all, so it all came, it all started with, you know, a journey with a pit bull. Um, I, was, I, I was good with dogs my whole life, but this guy was, he was kind of from, you know, the outskirts of town, and he was kind of a little, a little he was bully. He was a little, you know, he was, he was aggressive. He didn't want to, like, puppy nip. He wanted a puppy kill me. So... Oh. Yeah, so that got me on my journey, and then you know he, I, I learned, I learned how to get, you know, how to socialize, how to start doing tricks. I mean, he's a skateboarder. He's totally social now. He's a great dog. And then I got a police dog, which really catapulted me to the next level. And I started putting out videos on YouTube, and I got millions of views. Mm -hmm. um, the stuff that I practiced or that I taught on just, you know, on just little videos got me worldwide connection or worldwide attention. And people started saying, hey, you know, your stuff works. I love what you're doing. I like how you can articulate it into a point where, like, I can understand it. You know, can you put out a book? And so that's where the book came from. And then, you know, as people were reading the book, they're like, and, I, and some of them were my clients. They still needed a visual. So I was like, all right, I do this. I've been doing this for seven years in home. I pretty much un understand what you're going to go through, what works, what doesn't work, what you're probably going to do wrong. Might as well just set it up into like a step-by-step -step format where you can come in and watch those videos because I'm a very, I know a lot of stuff. And when I come into, um, you know, a customer's home, it's a lot of information at first. I'm, I'm giving you a lot so that you can practice all week long. Well, because I come in hot, sometimes you might miss something. So it'd be really cool if you could rewatch that. And this is the potential, the, the opportunity to do so, to go back, rewatch certain segments, and then keep going into like a step-by-step -step format. Oh, wow. Wow. And that, and, and, you know, with that, comes a lot of different expectations, not only on your part, but the part of the reader, the part of the person that's, that's going to be, you know, taking the course, what yeah. can they expect from their dog? And do you give them, op you know, opportunities to kind of change up if that doesn't work for the dog? Yeah, I mean, totally. So, you know, so this whole thing, it's about, you know, finding what works, what doesn't work. So it's, you know, there's a lot of different techniques. It's not just tailored to one dog. In fact, I mean, it works so well. It's been proven to work because it's, it, it's, a system, it's a system and it's broken down and that there's multiple different techniques that you can use. And then proven, you know, just from my worldwide dogs, if it doesn't work for, for my particular customers or if you buy the course, there's a complete, you know, money back guarantee. The risk is on me. In fact, we also have, like, with the course, a mobile application which is like a way to coach you through it. So it's got alarms, it's got a calendar where they can follow along, do this day, do this, do this. Here's the tools that I can use. 
And for right now, we're including the mobile app for free. And not only that, if they didn't, if you know, if the program didn't work out for them, they get to keep the mobile app on me just for trying it out. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. That is a lot. That is a lot. You know, I have to say thank you so much for doing this. You know, pit bulls get a really bad rap, and I have one. And, yes. you know, the biggest thing that my dog wants is for you to, like, pet him. And the one thing that you got to stay clear of is his tail. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, right. It's just because it's, it's just going. <laughs> it's a whip. It hurts. So people, people get scared of him, but when they get to know him, he's like, he's so loving. He just wants to be loved, you know. And and uh, the other day he got out of the house. I don't know how he got out. And he was walking down the street. Somebody put him in his car and was giving me to take him. And my husband was like, hey, that's my dog. Oh, my like, goodness. Oh, yeah, that's how friendly he is. So it's oh, like, you know, most people don't realize that pits are just like any other dog. Yes. When you have a big dog or a small dog, is there a difference between the two? And um, can any dog bite anybody? Yes, absolutely. That stigma with the pit bulls, it's so... I mean, look, so it, it got started in like the 70s or 80s with a progression of different breeds. At first, it was like Doberman. Then, you know, us growing up, it was Rottweilers. Everybody thought that Rottweilers were the worst. Now, in this generation, it's pit bulls because if a Yorkie or a Chihuahua bites, they're not going to be newsworthy. Nor if it's another dog, period. What if it's a pit bull? It's automatically on the news and it's automatically because it's a pit bull. No, it's because that talk was aggressive, not because it was a pit bull. Mm. 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 I don't like chihuahuas. I have to say, they scare me. <laughs> and do you, you know why? I mean, like, yes, it, they scare you, and it, it comes and it comes with almost with like a training element. The higher the dog is, like elevation wise, and that's why, like, you know, they're being they're being carried, elevated, and they and and. By that, like, they're, they think that they're equal to us because they're constantly, like, on eye level. Hmm. And, and, so, and so those dogs, they don't get reprimanded. They don't get really disciplined. They're just, um, they're taught to, to, to basically, um, you know, to, to, to bark the people away. And then they get scared. And now the dog is more powerful because they acted afraid because they thought they were going to get bit by this little thing. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't like them. They bite hard, though. It's yeah, like you can hear the crunch. <laughs> I've been bit by them before. You can hear the crunch. The crunch is more annoying than anything. It's like, I'm like, oh. I like, I like a bigger dog myself, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I don't know about a bigger dog, but I, I just don't like chihuahuas. I, I get the fear of chihuahuas, so I don't, I don't know. Hey, anyway. real, real quick with your pit bull, next time he ever gets away from you, a real yeah. cool tip, don't yeah. ever go towards him, run away from him and call his name and he'll, he'll follow you. Oh, no, they put him in the car. <laughs> He's like, no. <laughs> yeah. They like, no, he was, he was leaving. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was leaving. He was happy, too. Oh, that's not good. Oh, I know, because he does, we, we didn't train him to be aggressive or anything like that. We right. just trained him to be a dog. So yeah. he goes to the dog park, he plays with all the other dogs, the people pet him. I mean, what he's a, mean, a dog. What a mean pit bull. Mean, mean. Yeah, so bad. I mean, you know, the only thing you got to do is bring a towel because he's going to lick you. <laughs> so they were getting ready to take my dog. I'm like, my baby. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So, um, no, but most people have, the best, and I've always had pits, and they've always been great dogs. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So tell people, where can they reach you uh, to take this course? And uh, we're actually going to have you in a newsletter uh, 
for um this is september october new newsletter it goes out october for november and december and so we're going to have you in the newsletter uh but where can people reach you if they're listening to the show today Awesome. So the best place is just go to masterpaw.com and there's going to be a wealth of information from the course to videos to right on there. You can sign up for a free workshop. It's a free lesson on me so that you can kind of see what my flavors like, kind of, you know, see if I can help you out in that hour for free. And if you like it, then go ahead and try out the course. So everything can be found out on masterpaw.com. Or if you want to find the book, it's on Amazon. Just go ahead and search masterpaw. Okay. All right. That sounds wonderful. Thank you so much again, Adam, for being on the show. I appreciate it. Wow. What a wealth of information you've given us. And definitely thank you for steering us away from all from thinking that we like we're going to be the master, you know, master dog traders after we watch like a few episodes of TV. Oh my gosh. What an erroneous. I'm not, I'm not even going to go there, but thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Wow, wow, what a wonderful interview that was. Goodness gracious, wow. So we are not master dog trainers if we watch the TV and see some TV show about dog training. Really, truly just go ahead and, and, and enlist a professional to help you out. We do have our next guest on the line. I want to say thank you so much for being on the show. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? I'm Jay Good. I rap. I'm a rapper. Awesome. So tell me how you got started. I started in 2012. Um, I started taking it serious in 2012. When I was in school, people was like, yo, you got a good voice. You should rap, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, nah, that's not for me. I was a basketball guy chasing all these hoop mm-hmm. dreams. Then finally I gave in. I was like, all right, let me just try this. So when I started recording with Century Sam, who's my engineer, that's when I started like taking it serious. Mm, mm. Wow, wow. Now, you know, there's a lot of rappers out there. I mean, you know, and, and everybody has something to offer. What is your style and who influenced you? Um, you're talking about like from the past or right now? Either or. or both. I mean, you know, we you come, um, you come from yeah. like all the way back to now, you can go ahead. Well, before, back, I mean, you can't really say back in the day, but like older rappers, I would say Jay Z. Mm-hmm. DMX, um, Nas. Now, I like Nipsey Hussle, Dave East, Vado, Meek Mill. So, yeah, I mean, I like I like Jay Z from the business sense. I like Jay Z's flow. I like Nas' mm-hmm. lyricism. I kind of take a little bit from everybody. Okay. As far All as right. the influences go. And you know, as far as the influences go. You got yeah. that lyrical content, you know. You got all mm. that. What, what has been the best uh, way? How, how could I say? What has been the one thing that motivated you to do what you do from all these people? And what do you take away from that? With I mean, that inspiration. What is the the bulk of that? Pretty much from nothing to something. Nobody had to, you know go to college or university to get a degree to get where they needed to get. Mm-hmm. So it was like the mm-hmm. sky's the limit. So I kind of like just kind of was like, damn, you know, I could do that too, especially coming like from a poor background. It's like mm-hmm. from a generation where it's like, yo, it wasn't given to you. You got to work for it. This is the talent I got. So I'm going to chime in 
and do everything I could do and utilize my talent to get to where I need to get. Right. Wow. Wow. You know, it is something to think about to be in the competition of of many, many different great artists like yourself. Tell me what that's like. Uh oh. We dropped them, missed them, call back. <laughs> so as he gets ready as he calls back in, wow, wow. So Jay Z, a lot of different inspirations. Um, wow. To me that's amazing. I love it. I love it. Um, so when he calls back in, we will continue. I wanna thank you for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio with me, your host, Yaya Diamond. Um, wow, it has been a wonderful, wonderful so far show. It has been. We have a, a young man who was signed to BMX at the age of 13, and his song No Stress was played earlier tonight. And then we have Master Paul who teaches us that we are not all masters when we come to teach our dogs. And, yes, I am still afraid of the chihuahua. We're going to go ahead and play Jay Good's song, Came From Nothing, while we wait for him to call back in. Hey, yo, Jay Money. God. You know we came from nothing, right? <laughs> you know how we do it. Let go. What I told him. Came from nothing. Niggas stop fronting. You niggas just talking and you niggas just walking, but y'all ain't saying nothing. You niggas just talking and you niggas just walking, but y'all ain't saying nothing. Nothing came from nothing. Nothing niggas are fronting. You niggas just talking and you niggas just walking, but y'all ain't saying nothing. Nothing came from nothing. Nothing niggas are fronting. You niggas just talking and you niggas just walking, but y'all ain't saying nothing. Nothing came from nothing. Nothing spitting on the oven. Oven. You niggas just hating and the niggas just waiting for that refund. Cushion. Cushion. Thanksgiving stuffing. Stuffing. I know about suffering. Suffering. I nigga know how to take a dollar and turn it from nothing into something. Niggas are fronting. Push that button, gun hill, chillin' with my motherfuckin' cousin Girlie coming to my career, you know she do the suckin' I'ma wipe her down like an English muffin, muffin Straight at it to me, she can feel it in that kidney And I'm going to the top and I'm never gonna flop off selling that Whitney My flow be the whole way, can't live all life Know a couple girls that I went to school with and they turned day That don't sound right, matter of fact that is right We in the same day, so baby do your thing and come and take pipe
niggas when they frown. I don't see nothing but black clouds. Must be the sticky, is it loud? Don't make me cock back loud. Have your face like wow. Just look at me, I'm in style. Got you niggas like how? But the girlies like ow. Came from nothing, nothing. Niggas stop fronting, fronting. You niggas just talking and you niggas just walking, but y'all ain't saying nothing, nothing. Came from nothing, nothing. Niggas stop fronting, fronting. You niggas just talking and you niggas just walking, but y'all ain't saying nothing, nothing. Came from nothing, nothing. Niggas stop fronting, fronting. You niggas just talking and you niggas just walking, but y'all ain't saying nothing, nothing. Came from nothing, nothing. Niggas stop fronting, fronting. You niggas just talking and you niggas just walking, but y'all ain't saying nothing. Sweetness, sweetness, and we got you back on the line. Jay, good, yo, man, what's up? Yeah, man, my bad. Um, I guess my fucking minutes ran out, man. I had to get them shits back up real quick. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. We got our way to get you back on the line. So tell me about that song. Came from nothing? Yeah. I basically, you know, the title speaks for itself, but at the same time, I felt like within my region, like my city, I felt like, I'm coming from nothing, meaning I feel like I'm slept on. So I had to let the other rappers in the city know, like, yo, I'm really coming. I'm coming from nothing. Like, I feel like the flows in the song when I was doing it with the beat was more braggadocious. It wasn't really, like, a struggle song. It was like a party song and a stunting song to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, when, when you think about where you come from, because that's what the song yeah. is about for now, what is the major difference between then and now and, and your growth? I mean, I evolved. Now I kind of know exactly where I want to go and what I'm trying to do. Before I was just kind of just going with the flow, doing the songs and trying to see where it, it get me. But now I understand, like, yo, this is a business first. Mm-hmm. Wow. So now I just know there's a goal and it's an arm's length. I just got to grab it now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, your advice to other people, did you yeah. take any on the way up? Were you uh, did like? Did you take any advice from other people on the way up to yeah. where you're at today? And what was the piece definitely. of advice that you didn't that that you had to uh, you had to do? It was something that if you didn't do, it would it would be like failing. Like boom! If I if I didn't take people's critique, I don't think I would be where I am to, um, right now. Because a lot of rappers or a lot of artists are sensitive with their art. I remember one of my homeboys telling me before, like, "Yo, it's cool. You could rhyme. You could rap. But so could everybody else. That's not rap music, though. Like, make music, move people." So I kind of had to take a lot of those on the chin at first, because when you just start rapping, you're like, "Yo, I'm I'm hot. What you mean?" And then when other people listen and they fuck with it, but the real people chime in and be like, "Bro, that's that's not it. Something something's missing." So the more you go along and listen to those people, I feel like it pushes you to be better than you were yesterday. Mhm. That's so true. That is so true. Wow. You know, when you think about these people, what kind of shout-outs do you have? I mean, shout-out to BH, shout-out to Sentry, shout-out to NC, Knock, Briz, everybody, everybody, all, all the homies that held me down. Right now, I'm, I'm messing with Steve right now. He's mm-hmm. he's um teaching me everything right now, you know what I mean. He's teaching me the the business side, so it's like 
when when I get up with him, it's like school, like learning how to do this, do that, do this, do that. So he's pretty much trying to turn me into like a monster on the business side. Mm. Wow. And how critical is that? It's very critical because you see what happened with like guys like back in the day with New Edition and certain yeah. guys like even now, um, like Mace was one of my favorite rappers in the 90s. Mm-hmm. I see what happened to him. He's good now, but I see what happened, what happened to him. So mm-hmm. if you're not on your P's and Q's with this, man, you can sign your life away, and some people are not fortunate enough to get it back. Nope, they're not. You're right. You know? You're right. I, I remember I was in my 20s, and I got offered a contract. I'm not going to say by who. And uh, yeah. at the miscellaneous clause, you know what it says? Any and what? everything in this contract can be changed without notification to the artist. I said, it's like signing a piece of blank sheet, a piece of paper. I'm not signing this. He says, well, that's my contract. I says, well, this is me walking out the door. Right. And so imagine you wasn't even thinking like that. Imagine you was like, yo, it's lit. We on. Let's get it. And you just signed yeah. it. And you was in mm-hmm. your 20s. A lot of people mess up right at that age right there, or even a little bit younger. Like, that's the peak where they get yeah. you, where it's like, okay, let's do this. And then mm-hmm. after that, it's like, damn, yeah, I'm in this exactly. for like 10 years or 15 years or whatever. Yeah. Bullshit they be putting in the contract. And then sometimes they even shelf you for that life and you can't do nothing. Exactly. You can't do anything. That was my fear, being shelved. Mm-hmm. You know? And so, uh, wow, wow. So where can people reach you, Jay Good? Where can they get you? You could you could find me on um Instagram J underscore Goody number three. That's J underscore G double O D I E number three. Find yeah, me on YouTube. I'm I'm putting it G underscore G O O D O number three. Um YouTube Jermaine Goody. That's what the J stands for. Jermaine. My name is Jermaine. Jermaine mm-hmm. Goody on YouTube, or J Good on YouTube. Whatever the song is, whatever single I got out, but Jermaine Goody is the whole handle on YouTube. My Facebook, Jermaine Goody Good, same thing. So pretty much, or if you want to get the album, um, J Good Clearview, and Google, and everything will come up. Everything. Okay. All right. That's sweet, man. That is sweet. I want to thank you again for being on the show. And we have our way to get you back on, as you can see. So no worries, no worries. We're just happy to have you on the show and happy to, to have your music and uh, and happy that you're going after your dreams and your goals, man. Thank you so much. Appreciate you, man. All right, then. We'll talk again soon. You keep bringing that music. Yeah, yeah. I'll be back. I'll be back. All right, then. All right. And that was Jay Good with us, Dream Chasers Radio. Man, I tell you, when you're going after your goals and your dreams, you got to be focused. You got to be on, you know. And, and, and you know, you got to do what you got to do. You just got to do what you got to do to make sure that your goals are are forefront. And and right there, and uh, being that Jay Good is in Canada, you know, hey, don't matter. It's worldwide. We got the internet. We got the internet, and it is worldwide. And while we wait for our next caller to call in, I'm going to go ahead and uh, take a moment to play some music for you. Let me see what I got here. I got so much cool music. And uh, so many different people. I'm going to go back to Lion Tafari. Remember the days.
people and back then More culture is what the people say Money wasn't plenty but you know it has been spread When you cultivate your ground I bet your own bread Are you currently in Miami right now? 
No, I'm I'm in Orlando right now. I'm like all up and down Florida, but I'm usually always on the road. You know what I mean? Um, hitting from city to city, state to state, just doing the merch. I hear that. I hear that. What is what is it like being on the road and being touring and and doing and, and doing your thing? You know what I mean? What is that like? Oh yeah, I mean it's really just you know that's that's the fun part of it. You know what I mean? Um, just hitting the road, it's a lot of work, but we make fun out of it. You know what I mean? Because you really get to like, aside from the like the whole process of making the music, you get to really just. You know what I mean? Focus on just having fun, just having a blast, and celebrating your success. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Now, tell me all the things that have happened to you since you started. I mean, you got a lot of different things. I mean, we can't even go through it all right here. <laughs> um. So, my accomplishments, you saying? Yeah, just a few of your, you know, the prize ones. You know, the ones that that surprised you, kind of thing. You know. Well, yeah, I think um, I think my my biggest accomplishments that surprised me was just already um, getting a half a million um, people tuned in. You know what I'm saying to what I got going on. Uh, my last mm. single, "Dreams of Being Rich," um, reached over four hundred and four hundred thousand people worldwide and so at a quick pace you know what i'm saying so a lot of times you mm-hmm. don't expect the things to move that fast you know what i'm saying so just to see how quick you know what i mean my fans and supporters get on everything i got going on always surprises me mm. and and you know being surprised is always a good thing it's always a good thing i mean Definitely. i know you didn't expect it but did you wish for it? And and what what do you look for your future? I mean, how what do you envision? I mean, you know, a lot of people envision this big big future, and and they want millions and millions of people buying their records. You know, and I can understand that. But what what is your vision? Oh, my vision is to accomplish every goal. You know what I'm saying? Um. It's uh, it's always you always want to accomplish every goal and, uh, that you set out for yourself as an artist. You know what I mean. You always want to be making new moves. You know what I mean in this in this industry. But as far as me, I'm I'm a recording artist. You know what I mean full time. But I want to like anything that come my way. You know what I'm saying. I'm I'm will I'm trying to take advantage of it. You know what I'm saying. I'm trying to be an entrepreneur, really. You know what I'm saying? Aside from being an artist, so I'm trying to really just take over the game in every way, shape, or form. Sweet man, tell me, tell me more about, you know, your first CD when you were eight in the eighth grade. <laughs> yeah, my first CD. Um, you know, my first CD was really like a. It was it was like a mixtape, but it was like something that um that really didn't get out yet. It was just something we pushed locally in the streets, but it was still like my first um like put together project that I had put together. So I was definitely excited about it for people to hear it. You know what I mean? And um and just seeing the reaction of how people you know the way they liked it and the way they was on it. You know what I'm saying? Um. Just 
just spark, you know what I mean, just spark my energy to, to keep going, you know what I mean? So it was definitely a uh, milestone for me to get serious, you know what I mean? Because right when I first dropped that CD in eighth grade, right after that was when I really got serious with the music. And that's when I, I said, you know what, it's time to hit the road. It's time for everybody else to hear it. That was like the first reaction, you know what I mean? Like getting people to really hear your music to see if they would take it serious. And they did, so I was like, okay, it's, it's time to go. It's time to turn up. Mm-mm-mm. Now I have to ask you, what was it like opening for Wiz Castle, uh, uh, Castillo and Twista and, and all those big guys, Big Sean? I mean, what was it like? Oh, it was magic, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, it was just a blessing, you know what I mean? And, and them guys, like, they been fam, you know what I mean? Like, they they like fam to me, you know what I'm saying? When we around, it's always love. They 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 down to earth like myself. So it was just a blessing to be able to have the opportunity to get with them, and especially on my own tours, you know what I mean? So it was definitely a blessing and a opportunity that I appreciate to get with them and and, uh, and do something together for sure. It was love. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Now we do have a song here that I wanted to play. It's called Solo. Tell me about that. Okay, so Solo is the most recent single um, that I dropped recently. Um, It's produced by my homie um, D-Money, which is my main producer uh, from North Carolina. And Mm -hmm. so this, this might be our third single together. So my next project mm-hmm. will be all produced by him, and it's just been going crazy in the streets. You know what I mean? That's that's the new wave right now. Solo dope. All right. Just staying out the way. That's it. Here we go. Right here on Dream Chasing Radio. Here it is. Major D Star. Hello. Yeah. Me and D Money want millions. When I pull up to the rush, it got me slow mo, mo. Diamonds flashing, got the paparazzi taking photos. Right now, ain't no time to be 
getting impatient. If you knew like I knew, you'd be thinking the same. Man. My niggas on it too, we all on the same. This a real dude, gotta sit to the call. And with the new and not with the old. Let me take you to school, ain't no jack in the flow. She says she on the way, so I'm tracking yo. As soon as she arrives, she throwing the net. I'm telling you right now, just out of respect. I'm telling you right now that I am the best. Nothing more, nothing less. I am all about a check, but be talking the right number. I don't break a sweat, I be flexing the whole summer. I be your net when it's wet, but no jumpers. All star out of the west, ain't no other. years 
And I want to tell you that all 10 years have been special to me. And I know that I've slacked off in the past, but I'm not slacking off now because I see the value in it. I see that it's helping people. And not only is it helping people, but it's helping me. And I think I'm being a little selfish in saying that I love it. I love, I love, I love to be inspired. And I hope you feel the same way. Please uh, go ahead and leave a comment on our, on our one of our, you know, if, if not this one, episodes. And uh, tune in on iTunes, iHeart, Stitcher, Speaker, tune in, Google Play, Spotify. I mean, we are everywhere. We're also on 97.5 FM Real Community Radio, as well as on Bombay B Radio in New York City, and all of the Caribbean Community Radio Network, as well as the Dream Chasers Network. Thank you again so much for being an avid listener. Thank you so much for all the downloads. You guys are awesome. I said give yourselves a hand. And not only that. I'm going to go ahead and say my famous statement because I know you guys love it. Don't forget to dare to be different, baby. Until next time, don't forget to tune in tomorrow night when we have indie music, indie music right here every Friday at 7 p.m. You don't want to miss it. All right. See you later. Mm -hmm.